With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. So after the first period, no score. No score between the Stars and the Predators. Those are the two teams occupying the two wildcard spots in the West right now. The Oilers are the best non-playoff team. So if you're an Oilers fan, you just don't want that game to go to overtime. You'd also like if the Vegas Golden Knights got nothing out of the game tonight in Philadelphia. Well, going into the third, the Flyers lead it 2-1, even though the Golden Knights are shooting Philly 31-16. Early in the third, Avalanche and Devils tied 3-3. Panthers up 3-2 on the Penguins. In the second period, Coyotes taking it to the Red Wings. It is 6-1. Kraken and Maple Leafs tied 3-3. Matthews, his 41st of the season in that game. Also in the second period, Senators up 2-1 on the Blues. Wild leading the Rangers 2-0. Jets and Lightning tied 3-3. All the scoring in that game came in the first period. Lightning are going to be here to play the Oilers on Saturday night. And about three minutes left in the first period, Chicago leads Anaheim 3-0. That would be a good one for the Oilers because Anaheim is sitting right behind Edmonton. Debrinkat. Rolling along, 33 now on the season, and just getting underway in Calgary. Capitals and Flames. Capitals here tomorrow to take on the Edmonton Oilers. 4.30 for the face-off show, and then the puck will drop at 6. And don't forget, the um, another multi-day 50-50 wraps up tomorrow. You can get your ticket on the Oilers' website between 9 a.m. and 11 p.m. tomorrow. And uh, this one to benefit the... Um, the uh, Canada-Ukraine Foundation help out with humanitarian efforts. The total jackpot going into tomorrow, sitting at $852,000. The Oilers coming off that loss to Calgary. little jousting at center ice at the start of the second period between Evander Kane and Matthew Kachuk. Kane was asked about that today. I think just kind of fighting for inside position off the draw, trying to... Uh just establish a presence and you know he wanted to do the same thing and uh you know he's obviously uh you know we know what he's about so um you know there's never uh, a lot of backup to that talk never a lot of backup to that talk oh there we go evander kane jumping right into the battle of alberta with, <laughs> with some material that i'm sure is going to be remembered and discussed when they play again uh coming up when march 26th in calgary all right uh you a little more on the Oilers here as we uh, roll along tonight. I want to go to campus, though. He's having an awesome season for the University of Alberta Golden Bears. Seven points in their two playoff games over the weekend. He's a Canada West top performer of the week. It is Golden Bears forward Noah Philp. Noah, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? 
I am doing very well. I appreciate you checking in tonight. Uh, let's start with the, the weekend series against the Calgary Dinos. Uh, I mean, look, I know you've been putting up points fairly consistently throughout the season here, but uh, you, you really went to town over the weekend. What was clicking for you and your line mates? Yeah, you know, I think it was just um, our team played well as a whole, and I think that um, when everyone's going, it's easier to play within the system and have individual success, and I think uh, our line was able to capitalize on some of that this weekend. Uh, tell me a little bit about the environment at Claire Drake Arena. I obviously, I wasn't able to go myself uh, with work in an Oilers game, but, uh, you know, no capacity limits. I, I heard there was uh, some pretty enthusiastic fans and fellow students at the game. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's a big student section behind uh, our offensive zone net there. So they uh, they always get pretty rowdy, and they, they build a nice beer wall and stuff. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to come to those games. So I'm just glad that we're getting some good support. Okay. Now, in terms of this week, uh, is Coach Herbers taking a different approach? Because you guys don't play this weekend. You have UBC in the Canada West Final next weekend. How, how's this weekend, uh, this week structured for you guys? Yeah, this week's a little bit more laid back. We had an extra day off um, and then sort of just a little bit more skill work and then get back into uh, some structure stuff for next week, I think, in preparation for that series. But uh, giving the guys a little bit of a break and uh, not overwhelming us too much, which I think is good. I know I had coach on about a week and a half ago and a, uh, a full-on switch to 7.30 a.m. practices. Are you an early riser? How have you em embraced those? Yeah, you know, actually, I really enjoy them. Um, we used to practice at uh, 3.15, I think, something like that. And uh, you get a little tired throughout the day, but I, I like getting it getting it done right at the beginning and uh, getting up and getting going, so I don't mind it at all. Right on. Okay. Uh, look, tell me a little bit about choosing the U of A. Um, you know, I know you, you always played the WHL for uh, Kootenai and Seattle. I, I'm sure a lot of teams were, a lot of schools might have been interested in you, or maybe you, you, I don't know if you had pro options when you were done with the Western Hockey League. I think you played a couple of games for Stockton. But tell me about ultimately picking the Golden Bears. Yeah, uh, for me, ultimately, it uh, it came down to just the best uh, hockey program. And um, I'd heard so much about the Golden Bears program and my older brother had played here for a few years and had nothing but good things to say so it wasn't too hard of a decision for me because I thought that was the best place to kind of keep my career going and um, I'm glad I made that choice. Tell me I mean I usually ask uh, most players about this but tell me about joining the Golden Bears and the program with all the mystique and the history and with that comes incredibly high expectations uh, because there are some years it's like well they were good, but they didn't win nationals. You know, you, you know what I mean. Tell, tell me yeah, about stepping yeah. into a program with all that. Yeah, you know, they're um, such a storied program, and uh, I think it's, I think it's an honor, and I think that uh, we try to live up to that standard, and um, it's just really fun to be a part of and see the history and the writing on the wall and stuff around the dressing room, and uh, I think everyone just enjoys being a part of it. What are you studying, Noah? I'm studying education. Okay. Uh, Noah Philp from the Golden Bears hockey team joining us tonight on Inside Sports. So, you know, there's 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 a lot of discussion about you. Like, if people are, are, are keeping an eye on you. You're you're having a good year. How, how much attention do, do you pay to that, the speculation about is, is he going to get signed by an NHL team? Like, a, do you, have you talked to teams? Like, what can you say about all that? Yeah, I think for me right now, um, 
just trying to focus on my game is the most important thing. And I think when you start worrying about um, everything else going around, going on around, um, that can kind of mess with you. And we only have a few important weekends left of the year. So I think it's uh, it's important for me to just try to focus on that right now and then after do a little bit more evaluating. Okay. You do have an agent, right, that would help you with that stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, so, can I ask if you if he has been contacted, perhaps, by pro organizations? Um, nothing worth um, nothing worth you know bringing up right now. I don't want to you know say something that's not true. I haven't heard too much, but um, uh, yeah. So I I can't really say much right now. But I think uh, you know maybe if there's an opportunity, we'll we'll take a look at that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, how would you describe yourself as a player? Give me, give me the scouting report of yourself, if you don't mind me asking. <laughs> um, I think I'm, I'm a good playmaker, and uh, I think over the past few years I've improved my skating a little bit. That's something I've been working on. And, uh, you know, I just try to create some offense. And um, I think, uh, you know, it's I don't really have one specific thing that I do really well. I just, I just, I think I'm, some one of my biggest strengths is just reading the play and uh, making things happen. What uh, what NHL players do you enjoy watching? Uh, well, Sidney Crosby's my favorite, always has been, and uh, I just love it because he works on his game so hard, and um, you can see that all the work he puts in behind the scenes really translates, and that's always been uh, that's always been inspiring to me. So that's the guy I like. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, and uh, your brother's obviously playing for Stockton. I, I, he's been on my show several times over the years uh, as well. Now, I, go, I know you guys for, are, are from Southern Alberta. Dare I ask which team you were pulling for last night, or are you a Penguins fan? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I do love the Penguins, but those are kind of the three teams that I really follow are the, the Oilers, um, the Flames, and the Penguins. And I also do love the Leafs because my dad's such a big Leafs fan. But um yeah, I don't know. I was just uh, happy to see a good game. Okay. Well, that well, we have to have your dad on the show. So we're gonna have to grill him. He lives in Canmore and he cheers for the Leafs. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's... he's 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 born and raised out there, so he's he's always been a fan. Okay, uh, good stuff. Uh, which you mentioned the the fan support you got at Claire Drake, which Canada West Arena? Uh, you know, you go into as a visitor gives you the most uh, fits or is the rowdiest? I know Saskatchewan's got a bit of a reputation. Yeah, I'd say probably Saskatchewan. They've got a fairly new building there now, too. I never actually played in the old one, but um, every time we go there, it's a great atmosphere, and it's it's a tough building to play in, so I'd say probably there. I, I believe the old one has asbestos or something that was falling off the ceiling every once in a while, <laughs> so it's probably good you didn't play in that one. No, no So it's UBC coming up next weekend? Yeah, we got UBC. Okay, now is is that not the team? I, I think you were on the team a couple of years ago. I, I know Nationals wound up getting uh, canceled because of the pandemic, but are they not the team with the hot goalie that knocked you out in 2020? That was the team. That was the last year that we, um, well, any university players played in the playoffs, and uh, we were knocked out right before COVID kind of hit. And uh, that was a pretty big blow to our team. And, uh, yeah, I think everyone's pretty excited to get another chance at that. Okay, so I, I'll leave it at that then. I, I won't ask you about revenge. You're just, you're just excited to get another <laughs> chance. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, no, this was great to get to know you a, a little bit. Uh, again, like, good for you for the for the season uh, you're having. And obviously, it, like you mentioned, you were on the couple the, the team a couple of years ago and did pretty well then. But you're you're really excelling here. Uh, I wish you all the best as, as you go into the uh, Canada West Championship Series, and then we'll see where you're seated for nationals. And if there are, are other opportunities after that, I'm sure we'll speak again. Sound fair? Sounds good. Thank you for having me on. Right on. That is Noah Philp checking in tonight from the uh, U of A Golden Bears hockey team. I know Stoff has talked about him quite a bit. I mean, uh, big guy, 6'3", about 200 pounds, very talented, uh, well over a point a game with the Golden Bears this season and uh, doing doing really, really well. And teams are looking at him, which he sort of said in that interview, but sort of didn't want to say too much. But uh, keep an eye on him for sure. Watch out for his name, Noah Philp. It's P-H-I-L-P and the uh, the uh, younger brother of Luke Philp, who was a Golden Bear a few years ago, and now he spent the last three seasons with the Stockton Heat in the American Hockey League. Good to catch up with Noah. And Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, we'll talk more Golden Bears on the show next week as well as they uh, get ready for the Canada West final against UBC. It's seven seventeen. We're gonna call a quick timeout. Inside Sports on Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. play the Capitals uh, tomorrow. Capitals in action tonight against the Flames about six minutes in. No score in that game. Of course, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people with uh, Ukrainian heritage living in Alberta and uh, of course Alexander Ovechkin uh, ties with with uh, Vladimir Putin as the uh, attack on Ukraine goes on. The Capitals put out this statement earlier today, monumental sports and entertainment, and the Washington Capitals joined the National Hockey League in condemning the Russian invasion of Ukraine and the loss of innocent life. We urge and hope for a peaceful resolution as quickly as possible. The Capitals also stand in full support of our Russian players and their families overseas. We realize they're being put in a difficult situation and stand by to offer our assistance to them and their families. That is a uh, statement put out by the Washington Capitals. And prior to today's game against the Flames and coming into Alberta here, Peter Laviolette, the head coach of the Capitals, uh, was asked about Ovechkin and Russian players receiving possibly negative reactions from fans. Like I said, we talked to our players about it. We support our players. They've done so much good for the game. They're athletes. They're here playing hockey. They've done so much good for our organization and for the game. I can't control. We can't control what other people say. Um, you know, we support our players, and you know, like I said, they're they're hockey players. All right, so uh, that's what's going on there. By the way, the Blackhawks lead the Ducks 5 nothing after the first period. Chicago 5, Anaheim nothing after 1. Strom, DeBrincat, Kane, Carpenter, and Taves shorthanded. 
Chicago taking it to Anaheim after 20 minutes. Uh, Oilers taking on the Capitals tomorrow. Now, I was talking earlier about Nugent Hopkins. Massive impact that he's not there. Hurts the penalty kill. Hurts the power play. Hurts them five on five. Hurts how they uh, have been playing down the middle with three centers. We've seen the ice time go back up for McDavid, go back up for Dreisaitl, climb significantly for Zach Hyman as well. So Jay Woodcroft was asked today if he thinks his star players might be getting a bit fatigued. I think where we're at in the year um, and uh, with some of the the key injuries to high-minute players that we've had, we've asked uh, people to do a little bit more. Um, but I think, uh, you know, there's ways to uh, refill your energy uh, tank and uh, we're trying to do that by not overtaxing them with too many meetings not overtaxing them on um, practice days or off days um, to try and like I said refill that en- energy reservoir well and as uh, we had Fred call in earlier uh, one thing that might change that is if the Oilers actually got a lead once in a while which doesn't happen nearly often enough again only 17 times out of 56 games have the Oilers scored first they are 17 and 0 in those games which is great but they they just continue to not be able to get the first goal I, I think there have been different causes along the way I mean yes some games they haven't started well uh, some games they haven't got good goaltending early so, some games it's just going to happen but you look yesterday you, you go back to the power play and uh, they, they had a couple power play opportunities in the first period to get the lead. Couldn't do it. Calgary gets a power play goal to go ahead in the second period. Oilers are are once again playing catch-up. But it's, it, 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 quite frankly, and, and I was talking earlier about, you know, I think there's cause for concern here about the, uh, about the Oilers making the playoffs. But quite frankly, it, it, if you just look at the first goal stat, it's shocking the Oilers are, are doing as well as they are. So they've allowed the first goal against 40 times. 40 times. That's the most in the NHL. Seattle 39, Montreal 35, Columbus 34, Arizona 34, Ottawa 32, Chicago 32. Those other six teams I mentioned are, are all also rants. Uh, San Jose and LA are also at 32. So and Philadelphia's at 31. So of of the 10 worst teams when it comes to scoring first, only two of them are in playoff contention. We will, uh, can you believe it? Doesn't look like baseball weather yet, but we'll catch up with what's going on with our newest baseball team, the Edmonton Riverhawks, taking over the jewel in the River Valley, Remax Field. Steve Hogle, you know his name. He's going to be the new GM. He's coming up next. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.